Hello, hello, beautiful friends. I'm Jennifer Chandler, and this is the Overflow Podcast. I am so excited to be finally recording, finally putting this out, finally here. Um, As so many of you probably know, about six months ago, I launched Overflow um, as a brand, as an identity, as a space, as a coterie, and so much has happened in the first six months, and not a lot of activity online, um, but so much behind the scenes, and that's more important. And today, we're going to jump into it and dive into what's happened and what's been going on since launch six months ago. First, I think it would be great to start um, with what Overflow is, what it was always intended to be, and what it's going to be. First and foremost, if any of you have followed my journey online or followed me on Instagram and seen the transition that I've made, um, I've always had um, a music account, Jenny Chandler Music. I still get called that when we're <laughs> I'm out and about in the real world, and for so long. It was it was exclusively music account, and it was about worship, and all I did was post about worship and music and church and all of these wonderful, beautiful elements of my life. All the while, sort of a natural inclination over the last, I would say, decade um, arose, which was one that was entirely fascinated and enamored and immersed, really, in all things wellness and all things betterment of self, self-growth with God and what that looks like. And as I explored that over the last years, me as a person, as I just shifted, as I went through my 30s, um, I'm still in them, but uh, as they went on, I just became um, a, a person that was so um, naturally transitioned into a space like this. So I, I put this in launch, but in case nobody knew or you missed it, Overflow is a space that is sort of the accumulation of all of those many, many years of self-work and growth and healing, and this is the space to talk about it. Really, Overflow was birthed many years ago, and a lot of, if any of my girlfriends are listening to this, they will know that I've come to them with a million ideas for years, um, and it was birthed out of this idea that I found a gap or a space. And they say a lot of ideas um, really originate and come from, and the best things in life come from seeing something that there isn't or that there is a gap or there's a space in an industry or a place. And for me, that is very much the case. Overflow was not something that I um, had to like push upstream or really hustle to figure out. It was really a God download type experience as I fleshed out the brand and as I got more comfortable with what I was going to talk about, um, things just continued to flow from there. And I really surrendered it. It was a true act of, um, just surrendering and saying, okay, I think this is a space that I'm supposed to have. And, and that's kind of what it has become. And so it was birthed out of a gap that I saw um, after being inside of church life and church planting life and ministry um, and worship leading and worship teams and having many friends who um, operate in those circles, many life groups and Bible studies and friends who are pastors and all of the amazing things that I've been blessed um, to have experienced over the last decade. Overflow is really the place where 
I bring together the things that I think are missing. So if you were to go to overflow.co and see my website, a lot of the things I have on there are about the wellness girl or the self-growth girl who wants to go deeper. And what that means is that essentially, I just think there are a lot of ways of healing and modalities of healing and opportunities to talk about and have conversations and create community um, and go deeper than I'm seeing being presented to church communities, to Christians, to non-Christians, and so on and so forth. And I want overflow. Really, the vision is to be that space that bridges that gap. What does that actually look like? And this is what's been going on for the last six months is that I had this incredible experience leading up to launch. I had so much help and support and, you know, everything came together pretty quickly and I couldn't be more grateful for what um, happened and occurred earlier this year and, and getting it out. And it was this incredible catharsis. And I'm so grateful that to each person who liked or followed along, yeah, has sort of seen this real transformation in me and in people who have supported. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Just to dive right in, um, what's been happening over the last six months is that there's been so much happening and I needed to really embody and live the values of overflow before I could really, well, be here today. Um, when I launched my life after that, went into a place where it was so important to protect my energy and to put up boundaries and to step away from social media for a little while. There was so many things going on in my personal life that I felt like I should, couldn't show up in the overflow space, even I, even though I just launched it, uh, which is kind of the worst case scenario, authentically while living the values that I truly believe and that I want to be speaking about and sharing in this space. Um, it felt hypocritical to launch a brand based on certain values and certain things and then not be living them myself, such as um, what I was going through personally, being on social media at that time created just a, a storm of I needed boundaries and um, I needed to step away. And so in order for me to be here six months later with an authentic representation of my brand and who I am and what I embody... Um, there were certain things that needed to happen, such as I said, stepping away from social media, putting up boundaries, protecting my space and my energy and, um, seeking, you know, more healing and with God and, and really getting to a place where, um, I felt ready and comfortable and time is just a construct. And so six months flew by and here we are. Secondly, what I've learned, and some of you may have gone on this journey on your own when I launched, obviously there was a visual part of the brand. There is a blog and a website and all these different digital elements. And a lot of that was new to me. Um, I'm not, I'm a musician by trade. I'm a very visual learner. I am an, um, very much a verbal processor and I am certainly by no means a writer. <laughs> no one's surprised, but launching and then having the task of writing and being a writer every day to a blog felt very unnatural. And I had always known and sensed um, that a podcast would be the best medium to fully actualize 
the ideas of overflow. It just took time to get here. And so here we are, and I'm excited to be doing this. It feels so natural and so authentic to how I want the brand to um, be explored. And so here we are. And now I get to share a little bit more about how this concept came to be, what the vision is, and kind of go forth. The real truth, as I said, is that so much started happening in my life in the last six months. I underwent um, an incredible opportunity um, to preserve my fertility. I I went through rounds of egg freezing. um, As any woman that's entering their mid to late 30s knows how critical and important that is. Um, And so I'll just be very honest and transparent and authentic because that is the complete energy that I stand on and that I try and bring. But um, it was a really, really, really hard journey. And I was on medication for many months and it really messed with just brain function and it created a tremendous amount of brain fog and um, unpredictable moods. And so as I said, I had, I had previously um, mentioned that it was so important for me to embody and live the principles in which I built this brand off of. Um, and that meant that I really needed to take a step back from things that were worsening, um, you know, what, what the medication was already bringing to the table, which was, you know, not feeling great. And so that was about three months of these past six months. All of it Um, I'm so grateful for, um, when you're on the other side of it, you end up being so thankful for the privilege and the luxury and the opportunity to, um, preserve your fertility. So, um, that was a huge chunk of the last few months. Um, aside from that, um, very busy with work with what I do in Australia for two weeks, which was incredible. Um, and some of you who follow me know, uh, that was for a work trip and I went to the Australian open. Um, and I hadn't been back there in about 10 years. There was a lot of healing that needed to be done, um, during that trip. And, um, that was incredible. I launched right before that trip and I spent two weeks in Australia, doing a lot of personal work and a lot of healing. And that was one of the best times of healing that I've had in a long time. And I really felt like God was really speaking to me and I was really operating um, in a place of authentic, moving through things from the past, really breaking down anything that was holding me back. And so that's another element. And There has been so many other things that we can dive into another time, but that's really what's been going on um, the last bunch of months since launch, as I said, and I just wanted to update you, give you a life update, give you an overflow update, and just bring you in and say, here's what's going on. The real vision is to create a space, to create a coterie, which is just a group of like-minded people for us to explore, have a conversation, talk about different things. And for me to be able to share a lot of the things I've learned, I have spent over a decade immersing myself in so many different areas, different modalities of healing, different things that I really feel like God has spoken to me um, to share. And I've had incredible experiences and tons of breakthroughs being around the world that I work in. And I've had incredible God downloads about so much of it. And it's all going to have a place and it's all going to come out in a way that I hope can benefit and serve some people that uh, follow along overflow. So 
with that update and all of that, we are going to transition and we're going to um, jump right into the purpose of this episode. Today, I want to talk about the core principle that overflow is built on, which is based on Psalm 23, 5, this idea that as God anoints our head with oil, we step into abundance and our cup overflows. I love this principle. I love this idea. I love this scripture and so much of everything that I have wanted to build and talk about here is this idea of paying oneself first and shifting the narrative that so often accompanies faith-based circles, Christian mindsets, and certain spaces that I have been a part of and rooms I have been in. And what does that actually mean? It just means that there is this idea, and I myself, um, this is not talking about blame or placing blame or pointing fingers. It is just this idea that we are really taught to not pay attention to our signals, our intuition, our God-given intuition, our God-given feminine gut feelings, our understanding of what's too much, our boundaries, and this idea that servitude is first and foremost and pouring out. And while I so deeply believe in that, and obviously as someone who is of service to their church and um, has built a life on being of service with what I do, worship and many things, overflow really is this idea that that service and that giving, whether that's to family or friends, to church, to your ministry, to your pastors, whatever it looks like, needs to come from a place of overflow, from the residual, from the over the top, once we have filled our own cup. And it sounds cliche and it sounds so silly, but really this whole idea that I have here is based on this concept of to, you know, put your own mask on first before you, you know, as the plane always says. And I had to go through my own journey to really figure that out. There was a time where I was in relationship with um, the church and a ministry and an opportunity to serve. And that was, I was relating to that in a way that was a representation of my childhood trauma, which brought out in me. And that's why there's no blame there because it's actually on me to heal it um, or, or us to heal one to heal. And it has to do with relating to certain areas of your life, whether it's your work, your job, your church, your family, from a place of not honoring and observing what you need first and foremost. And that is where we step off from today. That is our launching point. That is to, for me to help understand and explain, help people understand what overflow really is. There, I can't bypass this explanation. I can't omit this essence of what I'm really trying to capture here. So this idea that we are 
best showing up for our life in every area when we have filled our cup first. Now, what does that actually mean? That doesn't mean that we all of a sudden stop those duties, pull out of that responsibility, stop serving, don't go to church, just spend time focused on yourself and pleasing yourself. That's not at all what this is about. What overflow is here to encourage and hopefully create a conversation around is the understanding that we can do those things better and we can be better at them and show up better for those different things, whether again, family, job, church, whatever it is, once we have taken care of ourselves. Now, what are the ways that we do that? You're like, oh, I need to put a face mask on and take a bath. It's That is not what this is about. It is not as simple as these self-care hacks and tips that you see on TikTok or wherever. It is a much deeper, fully expansive, all-encompassing idea and understanding of self and an exploration that every person needs to go on with God to experience what their own personal boundaries and their own unique ways of of serving self um, and, and filling one's cup first. Now, for me, that looked like addressing some really big things. And I'm just going to share them here in case they resonate with others. For many years, um, my idea of service and servitude really was a manifestation of codependency and um, an inability to separate self from and what I needed from either a church or a ministry or worship or team or a leader, whatever it looked like. I wasn't able to maintain my own um, energy, my own identity, and my own autonomy inside of these things. This was many, many years ago, but I had to go on a journey of understanding what I needed so that I could show up better in those places. And what that looked like was learning to have better boundaries, learning to say no and sit in the discomfort of that, learning to understand your own intuition of what is too much and when burnout is coming. And so much of that journey of me learning myself and getting in touch with my intuition and getting deeply, deeply um, attuned to what I actually need, what that resulted in is being able to show up in those spaces in a much healthier way. And that is really what this episode is here to encourage and what Overflow will continue to be about. It is for each one of us to go on our own personal journey, to slow down, to get still and quiet with God, and to begin to slowly reconnect to our God-given intuition as to how we can best show up in the spaces of our life as a person who is operating from overflow. It is a day and night difference when you show up at church and you're serving all day Sunday and you're doing it resentfully and you're pushing too hard and you're burnt out because you've done too much that week versus knowing that you've taken a week off, you've taken care of yourself, you've gotten some rest, you've really tuned into what you needed that week and show up to serve, let's say, on a Sunday, fresh, 
and able to really impact those around you with positivity and love and service. Those are night and day experiences, and we are really called to the latter, not the former. Now, some key steps as we wrap this up, and there's more to be explored here, of course. More episodes will come out, and I will be kind of expanding on these bigger concepts and explaining my own journey and how it relates to it, and of course, offering tips um, for how one can do this. Because there might be people right now that that are hearing this and thinking, oh, that's me. I'm, I'm that former person. And so it started very slowly. And I think the real thing that I want to say here is that stillness and slowing down is critical. It's so important for us to be able to hear God and hear ourselves and what, what our soul is saying to us and crying out. And if we are saying yes to too much and we are burning ourselves out and we don't have an ability to hear that and we just keep grinding and driving, well then the only way we can actually pull back is to get slower and quieter in our life. And there have been periods in my life where things have been very slow and very quiet And those have been some of the most fruitful. So that would be my number one. And then I would say really, really taking stock of learning to observe your energy before and after an interaction or an experience in a place. And this is something that I've, I've posted about on my stories and I've been pretty vocal about, but God has taken me to such an interesting place now. And I've gone so far with this personal inner work now that I am almost, and I use this word sort of jokingly, but I'm almost allergic to certain energies. Um, if I'm in a room with somebody who has an energy that is so frantic and so, um, occupied with things that feel really uncomfortable for me, and it's creating, um, a lot of, you know, I, I talked about this acquaintance that I was in a room with, I hadn't seen in years and they were just frantic on their phone and taking selfies and then hopping over to the mirror and checking their, like their makeup and then coming back and engaging in like a five minute vapid conversation about surface stuff and like, and then going back to, and I was so uncomfortable in this person's presence that I, because I've done all this work, I was able to really identify that my body was not happy being in the presence of this person. And I just politely and kindly excuse myself. And that is a really big thing that I will say, I will encourage other people to go down the the road of exploring. And that comes with point number one and number two, getting slower and getting more quiet. But we have to start my, my one take home, if you, if you will, as an assignment would be every time you go to something, whether it's a, a Bible study or a group or a, um, a hang, just a friend, a brunch, whatever it is, when you leave and you walk out of the restaurant or the event space or wherever you are, just take one deep breath and say, how do I feel right now? How did that make me feel? Do I feel like my nervous system is calm and collected? Or do I feel like that just elicited a huge anxious experience for me? And then that is your stepping off point to explore more, right? And so then you can say, oh, was it this situation or this event or this place or this person or this conversation? And what is that? And and 
how am I, how am I receiving from God the information about myself? And that is the journey back to self, back to filling one's own cup, back to the journey of doing things from a place of where we honor ourselves, where we fill our cup with observation and intuition and slowness and and receiving from God and hearing and knowing how to operate in spaces that are authentic to how we need to show up in those spaces. So those are my two encouragements. Number one, slowing down, settling down that would be, and, and, and getting quiet and listening. And the number two would be every time you are at something and then you leave that place, just as an initial, this is like kindergarten 101. I'm just giving this here. We can, as we wrap up, I would say it's incredibly important at, as you journey back into learning how to operate from a place of overflow to ask yourself the important questions. How did that make me feel? And see what comes up. Prayerfully do it. You can journal about it. You can just go on a walk, a prayer walk, and and listen to yourself and listen to what comes up. Listen to what God's speaking to you. And this is the beginning step. Hopefully, down the line, as we explore this, as I share more, as more gets revealed, I'm, you know, getting revealed to all the time, and I I feel like I'm just a vessel here. And so there's going to be, of course, more steps. But the ultimate goal with anything that we do is to really be operating from a place where we fill ourselves first and give to others in our life from the abundance and from the overflow.